0: Football Cards Collecting and Investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. We hope you enjoyed this conversation today. We are less than a month away from the National. We hope to meet each and every one of you there. But you see the thumbnail? It's all, at least this first part, about the Jets. They look to be hard-knocking this year. Andy, my question for you, are you buying some New York Jets hype, and are you buying any of the players on the Jets going into next year?
1: Yeah, no, I I, I definitely think I am going to make some play. I got to make some plays somewhere, even if it's Zach Wilson. I, we've seen the prices on Zach Wilson's graded market actually up in the past week, Carter. Uh, based, I think it's a lot based on these rumors, but it's also understanding that he's got early first round draft capital, so it's kind of like that uh, Mitch Trubisky effect where he's probably going to get a st- another starting opportunity at some point in the future. And his cards have just hit like absolute rock bottom. Like I'm talking a buy it now for base prism PSA 10, which only has a population of 425 for $7, $10. And so now those are going up to $20, right? The, the optic uh, blue scope that I found here, is, is now selling for $30. So that's up 23%. But when you consider how low they got, you know, it's only natural for people to make some plays on a PSA 10 that's that cheap.
0: Mm. And look, that's obviously the quarterback market. It is just ridiculous what bad quarterbacks will even go for. We know Zach Wilson is bad. We know it's an objective fact that he's bad, but it's still a potential play that you can make going into next year. But I got to be honest, if his PSA 10 prisms are going for seven to ten bucks, it does make sense just to grab a few. Because if he does eventually become the starter, uh, just by him being in the New York market, him being, uh, like you said, the draft capital, and because he's had higher prices in the past, uh, that seems to be a very interesting look into Andy.
1: Yeah, and I got to think that the hard knocks has an effect because, you know, Zach Wilson definitely with a chip on his shoulder that they bring in Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers, definitely a blow to his young ego, right? And uh, especially as an early first-round draft pick, and I got to think that he's going to be somewhat dramatic on the show. Uh, he's already come out and said he's he's going to try and make Rodgers' uh, life and training camp a living hell, blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. So I, I feel like there's going to be some dramatization there, uh, is somewhat of an interesting storyline. Hard knocks always tends to get a lot of hype heading into the season. Although that all most all the teams now have their own YouTube channels and they're putting out their own content. You could you know look at like the 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 Rams uh, draft episode content and it's like wow that was actually pretty good you know insight and in, uh, reality TV shows. So it's it's interesting for sure because Hard knocks gets a lot of, of media coverage.
0: Let's chat Aaron Rodgers, um, because obviously that's going to be somebody that a lot of people want to look into. We are not too far removed from Matthew Stafford getting a Super Bowl at a second stop, Tom Brady getting a Super Bowl at a second stop. So uh, as far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, once again, his rookie card market is complicated. If you're just new to the hobby and you're a Jets fan and you want to get into football cards, a lot of his iconic rookie cards are him in practice uniforms and 2005 was kind of a weird year for cards so Andy what are your thoughts on AR12 or should I say AR8 uh, in his card market right now
1: yeah well I, I want to say first thing that's interesting is a lot of people think that he took a big step back last year but let's face it he didn't have Devontae Adams last year um, he also didn't have Nathaniel Hackett, if that made any impact at all after Hackett got fired from Denver. But, uh, you know, they get paired back together. And I will say that he was still top five in advanced metrics in red zone completion percentage. He was still ranked fifth in the league in red zone completion percentage. Uh, he still took a lot of deep shots. And I don't think he's regressed that much. And the Jets also get, you know, arguably their best offensive lineman back in uh, Makai Beckton, Elijah Vera Tucker who missed most of last season, uh, uh, Mekhi Beckton missed all of last season. So their their line should be able to protect him. Plus, he's very shifty in the pocket. And Rogers' market, the cards that I see going up the most, Carter, to your point, are the ones of him in that Green Bay uniform, like an actual game picture here. And that is the Topps Turkey Red. The Topps Turkey Red that has a PSA 10 population of 475. That's actually a 64% PSA 10 hit rate on the raw 2005 Tops Turkey Red, and that card just sold uh, this past Friday for 210 in a Buy It Now, whereas the previous Buy It Now from Saturday, June 17th was 140. So there's not a lot of them out there. We do see an upward trend right now. I could see this card is kind of emerging as one of the more popular. Aaron Rodgers' cards because it does differentiate itself with him actually being in a uniform.
0: And then before we move on to some releases and whatnot, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, obviously two of the youngest playmakers in the in the NFL um, that have a lot of hype, that had a lot of draft capital. Now that they are paired with Aaron Rodgers, your thoughts on their card market?
1: Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for Garrett Wilson. You know, he got a ton of targets last year, but the quality of targets was very low. Uh, it, he actually had over 1,500 air yards. So he has one of the highest amount of unrealized air yards. So air yards are the, the yardage of all intended targets, right? And so he was taking passes from uh, Joe Flacco, Mike White, you know, Zach Wilson, uh, 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 Chris Strebler, was that his name? That stepped yeah. in, I think, one game the Canadian guy. So, yeah. I mean, he took a, he took passes from four different quarterbacks, and sure, he saw a lot of targets, but none of them were, I would say like half of them were high quality. When he did get high quality targets, the guy com- converted at a high rate. He was very good. So um, I'm very excited with his profile to see what he can do in year two. It is interesting that Aaron Rodgers uh, insisted that the Jets also bring in Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, right, uh, to add to the, the depth there but I still got to think that Garrett Wilson's going to be the de facto number one alpha. Uh, He's got potential to put up double digit touchdowns and actually uh, like achieve that true potential of 1500 receiving yards. Um, the, The one thing that I do get, I do get a little bit hesitant about is the schedule the first four weeks of the season. We could easily see the jets starting one and four or two and four. They have an extremely difficult start to the season uh, so that th- things get a lot easier after there, but they could be looking at a two to four, uh, two and four record with must win games against the giants and chargers heading into the middle of their season. Uh, so it's just a very difficult start. I kind of, I like the jets to definitely make the playoffs and I definitely like Ooh. their skill position weapons, Ooh. but yeah, I, I think that Brees Hall really comes into form towards the end of the season. I, you know, his ACL tear was pretty early in the season He's also uh, a guy that's very young with modern sports technology medicine. And the fact that his tear wasn't like a full rebuild like a Javante Williams, he should be back to to full form um, by they're, they're actually expecting him to possibly start right now. That's what it, that's what it looks like. Uh, but I mean, by midway of the season, once they get through that initial stretch, I mean, it should be kind of opened up for him. And uh, and Garrett Wilson specifically, I love investing in those young guys. I, I you know, another play I really like, Carter, is looking at the defensive side of the Jets. Yeah. They have arguably one of the top, if not the top corners in the league right now, heading into only his second season in sauce Gardner. According to PFF, he was the top corner in the league last year in PFF uh, defensive back rates. So I look at that and then I look at their line with Quentin Williams, them spending a first round draft pick on Will McDonald. I'm like, this is this is load, a loaded defense. They got my guy, Jordan Whitehead. This is a loaded defense, Carter, that, that's going to keep them in contention as well.
0: Let's take a look at some of our live viewers. Uh, Joe Namath is not walking through that door. That is hilarious, uh, Derek. Yeah, but Joe Namath was willing to give up his number 12. Aaron Rodgers will be wearing jersey number eight. Chad, who is a... OG of the chat, he said, Aaron and the New York media is going to be a high wire act. No matter what, whether they win or lose, they will definitely be in the news. And uh, Hector and many others are making the same point here, Andy. A lot of their prices are already so freaking expensive. And that's true, right? That is something that I think everyone should do, Andy, is take a look at the prices and then try your best to find a comparable player of similar print runs. So if you're going to say Garrett Wilson, let's just think of another rookie receiver, uh, Traylon Burks, right? Uh, going into year two, they both probably have similar print runs of all the cards. They're both first round picks. Uh, Garrett Wilson is a better player and in a better situation and in a better market than Traylon Burks, but his rookie ticket autos go for about double than um, Traylon Burks. So the hype might already be baked into the price, Andy, and I think that's what's very important because if the New York Jets are on hard knocks and everybody is like you, Andy, they see all the talent on this team. Guess what? The prices might already be the price, even if they do have success early on. Yeah, that, that is a great point, Carter.
1: Like, we could see a little bit of appreciation between now and when the season starts, but the with the price already being what it is, like, to your point, right, you can get a uh, 2022 Prism Silver Auto uh, Traylon Burks for $20. Now, if you go look at that same card for Garrett Wilson, uh, it's about $100. And in some cases, when you start adding serial numbers, when you start looking at some of the more rare parallels – uh, you're you're actually going uh, up from there, so you know whenever you whenever you factor those things in, it's 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 really hard to realize a significant profit whenever they're already going for that $130 for a PSA nine on Garrett Wilson's Silver Prism Auto compared to getting one for about 20 25 on Traylon Burks. Now, I would look at Traylon Burks as more towards the floor because there's a lot of things going against him right now you know just so much unproven and and just the size of the fan base for the titans and their their situation the quarterback situation all that but even um comparing him to other guys like uh compare him to drake london compare him to chris olave compare him you know compare him to Jahan dotson compare him to any of these other first round wide receivers from last year and you can instantly get an idea that he is at the top of that like he is He's kind of tr- trending right now as like a Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase of the 2022 class. When the the start to the season is incredibly difficult, maybe that'll force them into shootouts. They're going to have to fire on all cylinders coming out of the gate. I I wonder if there will be a dip, and there may be a dip heading into November, like October, November on Jets players, only for them to ascend and make the playoffs and have like this late season push into the playoffs where then you could actually have your best return on investment buying in like uh, in October. Or is he going to fire on all cylinders coming out of the gate? I think that's the big question you got to answer right now and ask
0: yourself. Cole Vu has a question. How do I access the web app? Uh Join the uh Fantasy Football Card Quest Patreon. Uh The link is down below just for a little bit a month. You also get Private Discord access, you also get a one-on-one with Andy when you sign up. Uh, So make sure you check it out. Um, Andy, we, we wanted to get into releases. Obviously, you and I were raving this morning about Select and Bryce Young autographs. There was a rumor out there that a lot of these fanatics, athletes, weren't going to sign Uh, panini products but andy it looks like uh some of the big wigs are 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 signing which is good
1: yeah at least that's what panini advertises right now right and i'm very curious to understand the t's and c's the fine print of this fanatics exclusive deal that they've got going on with bryce young and cj stroud and i believe will levis too right so right because the the 2023 um chronicles draft pick set is getting ready to be released next week this set is going to be absolute fire carter for the incoming rookie class they have pro nfl design and it's registered licensed product but it's college uniform but some of the inserts and some of the different sets because chronicles is like a gumbo you're going to have legacy in there you're going to have some like optic preview in there you're going to have uh some select in there you're going to have all these uh, different sets there's there's probably like a a dozen 15 different sets that are mixed into this one and they advertise on their sales sheet uh there you can chase bryce young rated rookie autos in this you can chase cj stroud autos in this will Will evis so i'm wondering how that works is it something because of the college uniform compared to the pro uniform cards even though this has like nfl logos it's got names schools it's got the autograph so i'm very interested to find out more about the fine print of this fanatics exclusive deal and how this is going to shake out. But this product is going to be very hot coming out. And then right behind it, two weeks later is select draft picks Carter. Once again, it's going to feature the pro NFL design and uh, tiers that we have from this year's 2022 select, which we're getting a lot of good results and numbers from right now. And uh, with the, with the college uniforms and the rookie incoming class.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you're going to see signatures. I mean, we, we're seeing some Bryce Young Redemptions sell for well over a grand, Andy. We're talking not like super-duper rare stuff. We're talking about numbered to 99 Redemptions selling for over a G. As in, you're not getting the card when you buy it. You, you got to get the Redemption, scratch it. It gets sent to you. Unless, Andy, flipping Redemptions actually becomes a thing which would be very strange in and of itself but yeah that Any, I don't think I've ever truly seen um, the redemption market in football go quite like this I could be wrong but but your thoughts on that
1: yeah no we have, and we talked a little bit about it last week but you're right there there have been confirmed uh, sales I'll pull it up real quick of Bryce Young redemption uh car auto redemption auto by the way uh from xr select xrc and that is a pro uniform product so you know if they're going to fulfill that with the uh, fanatics exclusive deal um uh, it's very interesting yeah the the timing of the release this year for uh select and the xrc's is unfortunately terrible they didn't get to include i wish they would have just kind of thought about it like common sense and use their brains. Like what would the collector want? Like put themselves in the shoes of the collector of the hobbyist and ask themselves, what would they want? Would they want a, uh, another redemption when they've already got all these redemption nightmares going on? No. they want the card in hand. If you got to pull something that's like uh, a case hit, you know, or a rare card, a serial number card that you don't get out of every hobby box, give us the actual card, you know, So that was just a big miss that uh, that they, in my opinion, is a mistake, but um, it'll be interesting to see how quickly these redemptions come back, if they come back, what they look like, you know, <laughs> so uh, yeah.
0: One thing I will say, and I was going to save this for play of the week, but I know I'll forget, um, you know, I, I had a high school buddy reach out to me, and, and he showed me a photo of a Bowman first Uh, C.J. Stroud card from a few years ago, gold numbered 275. My thing is, and look, we've been talking a lot about Bowman U and how much we like the product. I would heavily recommend you selling at least some of your Bowman U, the big-time quarterbacks, especially if you have something rare, because if redemptions of these players in this new product, Andy, are going for over a G, there's only going to be more cards of that player entering the atmosphere. So I would highly recommend you moving some of those Bowman U products.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, we've already seen the the Bowman's best product kind of uh, flood into the marketplace. And these chronicles hobby boxes are not that expensive as you can see a uh, new factory seal. this is about the same price you'll get them from distribution whether it's blowout wow. cards or Steel City. they're about 175 bucks. Uh, and you're apparently guaranteed four autographs, <laughs> four autographs in this 175 of the rookie class. So with with those um, with those four relevant quarterbacks plus more, tons of you know Bijan plus all the JSN, all the other skill position and defensive players. Like there's going to be a lot of hype. This product's going to do really well for the incoming rookie class, and people are going to chase it. It's not that expensive of a rip with the potential to pull something like this that just has this massive, you know, probably several thousand, like you know, ten thousand dollar upward potential. Especially if Bryce Young can exceed expectations in the rookie year. So, you know, it's it's going to be a, a very uh, desirable product out of the gate. I would 100% try and liquidate any Bowman Chrome or Leaf products that you have that aren't super rare that you do want to go ahead and capitalize uh, on before the market gets more saturated with uh, newer rookie-class product?
0: I also want to recommend especially the Bowman First unlicensed. So if you have a Bowman First Bryce Young, you should probably move it. A Bowman first CJ Stroud, you should probably move it because that's from two years ago and the college logos aren't on the card. I'm a college uniform guy. I know that's not what the hobby covets. So it makes it a lot easier for me to build my collections because I like, well, LSU uniformed uh, cards. But uh, I, I highly recommend you move some of your Bryce autos if you have them unless you're an Alabama Bryce Young fan or just a fan of Bryce Young and you want to hold on to those cards. So there you go. We welcome in Thundering Sports Cards. Just been looking for boxes to buy. What kind of boxes? Let us know. Um... Derek wants Probably to know 2023 more- Chronicles draft picks. <laughs> yeah, going ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'll, there'll be
1: there'll, this is this is a product going to is going to be hitting retail shelves as well. I, I think it'll be one product that's going to be potentially hard to find it, uh, in retail just because of the popularity when it's initially released.
0: Derek wants to know no more select draft picks. Uh yes, that is scheduled
1: to come out uh, towards the end of July. I can't remember the exact date. I want to say uh, it was like the nineteenth or something of July. But yes, it um, is. It is a, a product that is scheduled to be released.
0: Let's see, Thundering Sports Card says twenty twenty two football boxes. Uh, what I will say, uh, Thundering Sports Cards is it is a little bit easier now to find retail on your shelves now it just depends on where you are if you're in a smaller town you have a better shot of seeing products but if you're in a bigger city it's gonna be hard to walk into a Walmart or a Target and seeing an optic blaster box but good luck good luck in uh your 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 search um let's see let's go to Hector only Bowman you I like is Caleb Otto since he is staying in college and will be a huge first draft pick. And, Hector, he is the heaviest favorite to repeat as a Heisman Trophy winner this year. So, there you go. I'll ask you that, Andy, about uh, Caleb Williams' cards. Your, your thoughts on, on him?
1: Yeah, from what I've seen, Carter, he's st- he stayed pretty pricey. Uh, yeah. I think people, you know, uh, they have all this information at their fingertips with the Internet. And his cards have stayed pretty pricey. I think people understand it's better to get in early than late. And at the same time, people are making plays on the 2023 NFL season. They're making plays on the 2023 college football season. Right now, he's a top projected quarterback heading into the season for, uh, in terms of draft stock heading into 2024. So people are already making those plays, even on guys like we looked at Brock Bowers. I was absolutely blown away with the prices of the Brock Bowers the, uh, the Caleb Williams Bowman first rookie autos stay over $100. Like, I want to say on average, those are about $150, $200 in the non serial numbered format.
0: Very interesting. You know, one quarterback uh, at the collegiate level that I'm going to keep an eye on is Bo Nix um, out of Oregon. Very favorable schedule this next year. Pac 12 does not play defense. You can get some Bowman U autographs. Anywhere from 30 to 100 for some rare stuff. He is also a former five-star. Um, started his career at Auburn, played in a tough SEC. Now he is just dominating at Oregon. And he doesn't have to start the season off versus Georgia. Um, you know, one, one thing about Caleb that is very important to note as well is I do think, and look, this is going to upset just – the normal football fan watching this, this upsets me. But I do think at some point, it very well could be this year, you start to see NFL teams tank, right? And if they tank, that only increases the hype for Caleb Williams because the fans of those teams know that they are going to get the number one pick. It's not a lottery like the NBA. So, you know, there's going to be such a heavy push for teams to tank for Caleb Williams or Drake or whoever it may be. And let's just say the Cardinals, uh, they're, they're 0-12 to start the season. Well, they know who they're getting in the draft uh, next time around, especially with all that draft capital that they have. So, um if tanky becomes a thing, Caleb Williams stuff is just going to go higher, kind of like what we saw this past year in basketball with Winbiniana. Let's go to Ryan's comment. Carter, did you get into the Chronicles draft picks FL2L Ducks auction Arthur Dutch auction today? I was tempted. I think the floor was around 225. Ryan, I didn't. I I'm, you know, staying away from buying because I'm going to be buying pretty heavy at the Nashville at the end of the month. And uh I, I am tempted though to get College Shield product. Andy, did did you get into the FOTL? Uh, what is that first off the line Dutch auction today?
1: Yeah, first off the line, and they typically will include a couple special uh, parallels, you know, like the d- Disco first off the line, uh, you know, parallel and stuff. There's there's a couple extra cards in the first off the line box, plus like you t- you want to talk about ultimate. Like exclusivity and having the first product on the line or on eBay, man, it is um, that that's where it's at. Right. Is that's where it's at getting those first off the line boxes and ripping them in immediately as soon as you can. And listing those cards on eBay and capitalizing on that new product hype. that just really for any player, like a lot of players. I mean, generally speaking, you're going to get I mean, it's crazy money because of the uh, scarcity when it initially comes out. But I didn't. Um, unfortunately, Carter, no, I, I didn't. It's uh, I missed out on it. But I would say that's not bad when you consider the the regular hobby boxes are 175 225 is not bad at all. Now, you that those those Dutch auctions on Panini are tricky because the longer you try and wait to get it cheaper, the more chances y- y- you have of not getting any at all because they run out. So it is. It's a little tricky, but those are fun. I've I've gotten in them before, and uh, they're kind of fun.
0: Mister Doll, let's see. Uh, when does Chronicles draft drop again? Next week,
1: July fifth. Yep, July fifth, which is gone. the day after July fourth, Carter. Which coincidentally also kind of. You'll also see activity like on underdogfantasy.com, and people will start becoming more and more active in drafting fantasy teams. Uh, I think it's, it's you know, this is the, the big summer holiday, right? Football starts right after Labor Day. So this is really the only holiday in the middle of the summer. And so it's like after people get this holiday out of their system, well, it's time to get into prepping for the football season. You know what I'm saying? So
0: I think action going to start heating up. Whew. I'm loving this. The chat is just getting more lit every week on this. Once again, every Tuesday, 1.30 Central, uh, we are live. Tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. Ring the bell. Let somebody know that you know that loves football cards about this show. Now, Andy, we're going to get into a few other topics here, but let's go ahead and get this out the way. Hobby tip of the week. We want to make people that watch this show feel so much better about the hobby. I'm going to throw it to you, Andy. You're first up, brother.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got, I've got, i got a great um, hobby tip for you guys. It's going to be uh, courtesy of our man, James88, out there in the chat. He may be out in the chat or he may be watching. But um, really, so so this is something he does. This is a little contrary to the hobby tip we gave last week of paying right away. And this is, I think, an exception to this rule, Carter. Okay, hear me out. Okay. So if it's a big consignment shop or a big seller like uh, Burbank sports cards or DC sports 87 um, or like uh, TNT sports cards or one of these big consignment shops that has thousands of auctions ending every week. He does not pay right away. What he does, because all of their, their cards, like specifically DC sports 87 um, they run thousands of auctions. Typically a lot of them end Monday, by the way. So that's a little hobby tip right there for you. Um, but what he doesn't pay right away. If he wins a card that he's been hunting on on their auctions, he will then go to their store over the course of the next three to four days because he knows he has that four-day window to pay, and he will find more cards, and they will automatically consolidate the shipping into one package so he doesn't have to Ah, pay that $5 per item. And they don't care if he pays right away because they have so many transactions going on a daily basis. They would rather get more sales and more profit from one single buyer and then bundle all of those cards up into one package and ship them out at the end of the week or the beginning of the next week so that is the strategy he does and when he goes on their page uh there's a couple different ways but the 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 view when you go on the page is not great uh but if you go click on the button the blue button underneath the if you, especially if you're on the phone app that says sellers other items like on their their home page and then from there, it'll allow you to filter to just football. And then you right. can look at just auctions uh, and then you can f- um, filter between buy it now and auctions and ending soonest and all that kind of stuff. So uh,
0: that is my hobby tip this week for you. Yeah. And when you do that, make sure it's their store. You can see it, you, you'll yeah. be able to see it. So uh, there you go. Yeah. And that's actually a tip not only from a buyer, but from a seller as well. If you're running a lot of auctions, you um, Always combine shipping if you can, because people think when they are buying an extra card, it kind of feels like a deal, right? When, um, you know, this happened to me. I don't sell a high volume of, of cards, I just don't. But when I was really uh, more heavily into just the selling and flipping aspect of it, um, someone bought a Derek Carr card for me, a very rare card. Um, and I felt really good about it. And then um, he then proceeded to ask me, oh, look, you have this one random DJ, DJ chart card that I really am interested in. So he was able to package that in, and he felt like he got a deal out of it. And, well, he might have. It just depends on how he felt about it. But it's that feeling, Andy, whenever you get combined shipping, it makes the buyer feel like, Oh, look, I'm selling me, I'm saving myself $5. You would never think there would be someone out there that would want a Derek Carr and a DJ chart card in the same order. This is from a few years ago. But yeah, it's, it's a very good hobby tip, Andy, make the buyer feel like they're, they're getting something special from you.
1: Yeah. Make the buyer, like even send them a message, say, Hey. If, take a couple days to pay me. Search my store. I'll consolidate shipping. I'll even potentially give you a volume discount if you find anything else you like. Just let me know, and I can, um, you know, I can meet you where where you want to be. So I think it does make sense. You 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 get these. I've done this a couple times before where I end up selling like four hundred dollars worth of cards to one person, and it was like eight different cards and cards. They they wouldn't have gone like a couple Tyler Boyd silver prisms and stuff like you know that. Maybe they wouldn't have gotten James Conner rookie auto that they wouldn't have gotten, but because they had already got one card from me and I was given a little bit of a deal on these other ones, they went ahead and bundled it all together and got them a nice couple hundred dollar purchase and they felt really good about
0: it. So um, my habit tip of the week is don't stretch yourself too thin with sports, right? So Andy, you only do football cards, right? I only mostly do football collecting. And for a while, I, as you can see, I'm a big Liverpool fan. I was like, oh, I want to get some some Liverpool uh, collectibles. And I'm also a big LSU Everything fan, right? So LSU baseball, just wanted to throw this in here, won the national championship in baseball. And they, well, you, sh- you shouldn't be happy about that, Andy. Uh, they beat your Florida Gators yesterday. I just wanted to throw that out there, <laughs> You had no clue. You're a fake Florida fan. You, did you have any clue that, LSU, that that your Florida Gators are in the College World Series
1: No you just dropped a bomb on
0: me man no no Florida fans are the fakest fans out there I'm telling you I am t- you really had no idea that your gators were up for the College World Series? I knew you I knew
1: LSU I see I follow you on Twitter and I have not seen you post anything about the Gators it's been a lot of LSU baseball uh, but I had no clue the Gators were in it I don't I follow NFL football and I follow you for my uh, my my LSU news so I don't follow I don't follow anything else when it comes to uh, college baseball or anything like that so no that was that was like brand new news to me LSU that kind of sucks
0: but, lSU is an everything school baby they also set I'm the record for you guys they they also set the record for jello shots and i don't know if you saw that they bought sixty five thousand jello shots and the previous record was seventeen thousand lSU fans bought sixty five thousand jello shots have you ever had a jello shot Andy
1: i have uh, it's been a long time man I think I'm too old for jello shots now yeah
0: yeah huh that's <laughs> Uh, But don't stretch yourself too thin. Okay, so what was interesting about this series, Andy, is the number one, number two, and number three players in the MLB draft were playing in this series. So Florida has an outfielder. LSU's got a pitcher and an outfielder. And these are three of the best, like, college baseball players of all time. It was heavily hyped. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to buy some collectibles of some of my favorite LSU players. In this in this tournament I've always thought about doing it and it was a lot more expensive than I thought because baseball prospecting is a big deal right someone in the chat mentioned you know Bowman you or Bowman first and baseball matter more obviously baseball cards and prospecting is a lot different it's always been a thing where football prospecting is just kind of become a thing in the last couple years I cannot state this enough right it's okay if you're a football card collector and you also do some basketball or you also do some baseball, do whatever you want. Right. But most card influencers, Andy, they do all the sports. Okay. So Mojo card collector too. you guys probably know who, you know, the big accounts are, uh, SCI, whatever. They also have the money to do it. It is also their full-time jobs to, you know, cater to the biggest audience possible. And they also have many years in the game. And, and look, there might be a few of you that watch this, that this is your full-time gig. But I'm telling you right now, you will break your brain trying to do too much. I I tried to do that early on. It might just be me, but I was like, okay, I just can't collect Liverpool stuff. I got a few Funko Pops um, and a Game Worn net or whatever. Those were all gifted to me as Christmas gifts. I've never spent and really bought anything Liverpool. Andy, I've been to Anfield. I spent money and, and went to Liverpool to go to a game. I'm like, let's not do Liverpool collecting. Let me just focus in on football card collecting. So obviously, Andy, you do the same thing. You have some interest in other sports. My interest is a little bit wider, obviously. But I just stick to LSU collecting and football patch collecting. Do you agree, Andy? Do you think people should heavily consider just focusing in on just a few things?
1: Oh, 100 percent, because, yeah, there you know, it it goes back to being do you want to be average at a bunch of things or do you want to be really, really good, potentially the best in the business at one thing? Uh, And I think you I think you do have to pick because let's face it, I mean, there's there's what over 400 different active players to track in the NFL there's 32 yeah. different coaching staffs depth charts i'm still learning new stuff every day and i've been studying the uh, the NFL market every single day since the super bowl concluded and i'm still learning stuff today you know so it's like um you know yeah i think if you want to if you want to become the best in one specific field and have a full understanding then then i think you should stick to one sport at the same time, if you don't enjoy the other sports and it's like a total grind, a job for you, then then don't do it. Right now, I get it. If that is your job, your livelihood, like if you are a car dealer, I think ultimately you're trying to find deals on scarcity. Right. And and I think I, I tend to think those are the guys that I will see holding a one of one black finite out. Alvin Kamara PSA 10 that they that they bought for twenty five hundred dollars when the guy could be potentially suspended for ten games. And, you know, he's a, he's a running back over the age apex and this and that. But it's a one of one, you know, and they're going to flip it or or whatever they're going to do with it. So it, it is interesting to to um, to see like how it differentiates when you become a full time car dealer, how your priorities shift and how your investment portfolio shifts. I guess I would see myself if I was a full time dealer, um, maybe maybe diversifying if I found a deal that was good enough on it would probably be Hall of Famers, like more legend type players or like very well known players that were not in their peak cycle. Then it just got a really good deal on a good card, you know, Um, otherwise it just like I wouldn't I'm not I'm not into fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball or following the the active up and coming Players to prospect in those sports because there's so much going on in the NFL that it's it's all I can do with uh, family and work obligations to to keep up with and become an expert at that.
0: Yeah, and look, it actually worked out for me. Um, a very generous collector and friend of of my channel ended up giving me a Dylan Cruz autograph jersey, and he's going to be the number one pick on the MLB draft. I, I I highly recommend just focusing in on just a few things. Another example, so, so I, I could be the butt of this. I'm a Pelicans fan. As you can see, I got my little chicken head up here. All right? Did you know that that was a Pelican? A lot of people thought it was just like a Gamecock. Uh, but no, they gave this out at a Pelicans game, right? I, and, I saw you wearing that outside of like a a Walmart or
1: a Publix or something for right. Salvation. You were like volunteering for Salvation. I thought it was just like a Thanksgiving
0: no, no, uh, no. I'm glad that's crazy. You remember that, yeah. So, shout out to the Salvation Army. Love working and, and doing stuff with them during Christmas. But um, so, I'm a huge Pelicans fan. I, I go to games and and all of that. And my dad's a huge Pelicans fan. And Andy, I I made some good moves on some Zion Williamson cards last off season. And obviously, to start this year off, he was the story of the NBA. I had the opportunity to sell those things, and. Once again, I'm not a super smart basketball guy. It's just not, you know, my, my, my thing. Guess what, Andy? I got greedy. I I, I got greedy. I'm like, well, I do well doing football cards. I'm going to be the basketball guy. And Zion is going to take the Pelicans to to the finals. And, you know, he, he's more interested in thoughts on Instagram, right? It, it, I made the mistake. I should, I should have taken, and, and it would have been 200, uh, what, 200X, Uh what, no, not 200X, 200%, uh, what I bought, the, this game-worn jersey Zion Williamson rare card, which is crazy that he has game-worn jersey cards because he's not really played any games. Um, so once again, that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to stick with football, and I got a Zion card that I don't really even want anymore. Uh, you make mistakes when you start spreading yourself uh, a little too thin as well, but if you could do it, All the power to you. Go right on ahead. Um, Let's get a few questions in before play of the week. Why is it always when I buy a card online, I always get a bad grade for it? I'm going to throw it to you, Andy. Andy.
1: Yeah, this is challenging, especially if you're buying cards that have more scarcity, uh, chrome finishes, you know, there's so many cards that are made in today's market, especially ultra modern that have a lot of etching. There's just so many different little minute surface conditions uh, that could possibly have an imperfection that is very hard to see from photos. And, you know, it's like. You have to, you know, look at look at the or try and find a PSA 10 and pull it up in the same window as the raw card and see if there's any glaring differences. Uh, and if there's not, then I would say you're safe to buy the raw card. But understand that you're not going to grade all those raw cards you get. Most of them that you buy off of eBay, you're going to flip raw. You're just going to flip them raw. Um, and, you know. You're going to flip it raw, the same person, the last person sold it. Now, if there's a major defect in the card, I do recommend that you list that out in the description. Make sure you tell people of the the major defect so you can avoid yourself a bad transaction, a bad buying experience for the person you sell it to. Otherwise, you know, most cards are just going to be bought raw, flipped raw. And we've seen that the percentage increase when a player breaks out is Pretty much the same percentage increase as a PSA nine or ten. There's just bigger price values placed on those ten specifically because of the the grade.
0: And then he follows up, "Diamond Sports Cards. I'm only going to start grading cards I pull myself. Well, that's probably a good thing because you have the card in your hand, and that's why you should also go to shows. You know, if you go to shows, you can see the card for yourself, examine." Uh, the card for yourself. One thing I oh look at this. Wait, did you just get a mail day? Oh yeah. What I was gonna say is I've actually got a package here from
1: Thundering Sports Cards. Well, these rip. These These are cards. I, I can rip. Yeah, I can rip it. Uh, these are cards he wants to submit to grading, and so this is part of what I do through our Patreon.com/slash Football Cards program. I have a PSA membership that I purchased literally just so we could do a group submission at cost. And so what I, what I do is I have the patrons send me the cards here. I examine them on video and go over each one of them very closely because I know what to look for. Um, I have a, I have a pretty good resume of getting tens and even from more difficult grading companies like SGC and uh, CGC now. So um, I will, I look at them and anyone that I do not feel will get a 10. I tell the person like, um, thundering his name's Brian I will tell Brian what? hey I don't really don't think this is gonna get a 10 save your twenty dollars and and I'll send you the card back kind of thing or give him well, the option if he really wants to get it graded
0: well make sure you well well get some scissors cut it open do it off camera because your address will be on there we don't want anybody stalking you uh, yeah, it's on the other
1: side.
0: yeah so be careful um and while you rip that I will answer a few more of these questions uh let's see, never expect to grade if a card comes in grade worthy, save the seller and be happy. Yeah, I got it, gotta be real, man. Just go to shows. Go to shows. One thing I will say though, if you do go to a show and there is a raw card in a one touch and you want to examine the card, ask the dealer first before you you know start grabbing and opening up a one touch and all that stuff um so make sure you you know be respectful of, of other people's cards I, I've seen people see a one touch and' are like can I look at this and they just pop up in a thousand dollar raw card I'm like God if that card fell that, that dealer would have cried okay what do we got here we got a big bin we have a
1: 2006. 2006- uh fleer ben roethlisberger upp br postseason performers it's got a, a dual color patch in it it's in a one touch as well very nice brian you didn't have to send it in the one touch but this is actually a game used jersey uh, on the front of this card is a piece of memorabilia that has been certified to us as having been used in the official nfl game so the first thing i look at is the corners they all look sharp i will take it out of the case And I hold the surface at every different light angle, look for scratches, look for missing pieces of paint or ink. Um, I'm also looking at uh, damages to the cardboard because this is like a paper uh, cardstock and it's a little bit thicker because of the patch. So I'm going to look really closely at the edges. This card looks clean. Now, the one thing I will say, we may have a little bit of off centering. The only way I can tell is the S. The S on this side is a little bit closer to the edge than the P is on the other side. And I'm talking maybe a matter of millimeters. That could be the only thing that I see off the bat for this card. Otherwise, I would say, hey, you got a pretty decent shot at getting uh, at least, I mean, I would say this is at least a nine. You know, the age of it, with it being 2006, I would say your chances are probably a nine, but you do probably have a, Maybe a 30% shot out of ten.
0: Nasty. You know, it's my favorite thing, Andy. QB patches. Freaking love QB patches. And he's man. got
1: some he's got some b ball in here, man. Look at this.
0: But let's see. Let's see.
1: I don't even know who this guy is. Kai Jones.
0: Yeah, let's let's, Jones. let's let's move along here.
1: Move along. Uh here's Michael Jordan, four of four of ten. Oh yeah. I remember him telling me about this card. It's If this card in a PSA 10 condition is a one thousand dollar plus card because it's so hard to get a PSA 10, so I'll I'll be looking at this one very closely. Yeah, there I yeah, there's an issue already on the bottom edge, so I can see that it's not going to get a 10. And these are things that you just I know Brian and I talked, and he said he doesn't have the best like vision, but um, you know these are things that I look for. It's it's hard to see. But you can see it. Look, look how I hold it yeah. in the light. You see how the light yeah. reflects on that spot, and there's a little dent. Oh, so, yeah. That,
0: that's that's probably a six, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Dent. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. right off the bat, when they see that, it's going to knock you down two grades to an eight uh, at least. Maybe more yeah. like Carter said. So, unfortunately, this is one that I would say, hey, just don't even waste your time. Because in an eight condition, it's just going to be a you know $10 card, and you'll lose money on the grading. <laughs>
0: And I will say this just from experience, knowing a lot of Jordan only collectors, Jordan is his own sport, basically. Like he, Jordan basketball cards and autographs are its own. Like he, I don't even consider him an NBA player at this point when it comes to the hobby. Uh, so his stuff is just always going to get graded harder. His insert market is just always different. Well, I'm sniffing, sniffing the
1: patch, Carter. I don't know why? if you guys get a little ASMR here in the mic. Why? Why would you sniff it? Well, it, it's game worn. I, I do you, We're just do you seeing think if the, it smells like sweat or
0: you think grass the odor. You think the odor is still on there? I like it.
1: Well, some of the guys in the chats think that it may may uh, be a way of of authenticating a actual game worn patch. It does look like there may be a little bit of sweat or hair fibers i don't know unless ben roethlisberger like shaves pretty good these are really small fibers mm. he does look very young in this and he looks very clean shaven in this picture so could, the could psa be.
0: grader, the psa graders are watching this it's not on the card it's an automatic psa 7. automatic huh huh, huh? <laughs> Uh but is that it? Is that it in the, in the in the in the thing?
1: Yeah, that was it. There was there was one more as a Kevin Durant. Uh looks like a 2022 Prism 10 out of 25 oh, green Pulsar uh, 10 out of 25. It's a nice little veteran veteran card there. Looks uh looks really clean on the surface. I will take it out and examine it a little closer. But I'd say you got a decent shot on this one. Yeah. I mean I would pull it up to a PSA 10 because I'm not sure like how close that basketball is supposed to be to the edge of the card kind of thing. And those are the things I look for. Some cards are hard to grade, but the best thing to do is always just go pull up a PSA 10 or an SGC 10 or a CGC 10, which are even more, they're even more strict on grading in most cases than PSA and just see what that looks like compared to the card you have. See if there's any differences at all.
0: There you go. Uh, Scatterbrain wants to know if he, if you've gotten have gotten a package from him or her. I, I don't know Scatterbrain. Uh, so have you gotten a package from Scatter? I do have a uh, package from Scatter. I
1: do have package from Scatter. I will I will open that. His his package is a little bit more extensive. Uh, what all so, does he have in there? I'm interested. Oh, I think this is it actually. Yeah, actually, oh, look at that. yeah. Th- this is from Scatter. This whole box. So.
0: Well, scatter. I, uh, what you, what did you include
1: in there? Let's see. For some reason, I can't find my scissors. The the, the
0: guys were uh, donated well, scatter, in
1: super chat, so I
0: get new scissors. So, scatter. Do not waste our time. If this package is just full of Trey Lance cards, I I want you to jump into a volcano, an erupting volcano. Don't. Th- th- this better be worth. <laughs> everybody's time.
1: I believe this is from Scatter. Pretty sure it's from Scatter. Let's
0: we see. also need to know while, while we wait for this, are you going to the National? We want to see who all is going to the National.
1: Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be having a Quest three-cone competition uh, and jello shots on uh, Friday night at the National. I'm down for that
0: god scatter what did you put this in i mean if what what do you what do
1: you he wrapped it like you know he was sending me his firstborn child so
0: god bless some good cards in here do not waste my time do not do not waste my time scatter. I I have got LSU national championship Jello shots to go take. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll go and get my play of the week. Um, Sell your Bowman cards. I already gave it a little bit earlier. Sell them. the The other rookie cards are going to start coming in before you know it. Take advantage of your opportunity.
1: My uh, man coming. My man coming
0: with the the
1: the okay. ultimate way to send your cards. The PSA with the um, little sticky, sticky buddies and any team bagged, dollars. Any team bagged
0: he all of them. Any team bagged all
1: Any team bagged every single one of them individually. Like uh, a, a true professional scatter. Well, just let us know quickly. Is there any fire in there? Uh, let's see. Justin Herbert college draft picks. Okay um it's a 2020 justin herbert's college graphics i don't see anything it's not serial numbered or anything but um it's it's cool looking card It's green and stuff and then he's got a garrett wilson red white and blue prism it looks very good right off the bat i can see really good centering he's got an optic preview uh michael Pittman, uh optic preview green and red uh prism there prism hollow he's got a Tom Brady here. I believe this is a Tom Brady rookie card, actually. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. 2000. Yeah, this is a 2000 Aurora Tom Brady rookie card, and it does appear just off the bat to be in very good shape. Like I don't know if he recently bought this or if you've kept this since 2000. I know scatters in the Northeast, so this is a very uh, potentially very nice card if it grades high. I'm going to look at the corners closer later on, but right off the bat, it looks nice. Here's your guy, Chris Olave. Here's okay. a, um 2022 Panini Rookies and Stars, like Color Blaster, Red Power, Prism, Stellar Rookies, Chris Olave, uh, Super Bowl MVPs, Tom Brady. This is from 2017 Prism. A little, nice little insert there. Um, what is this? A Prestige Tua. We got a Tua Tung Vialoa rookie card, prestige serial numbered out of 199. And then a Josh Allen. What is this? 2022. Uh what is this? 2022 Zenith Josh Allen. This is an interesting card. I kind of I like
0: that one. The red it's color. Red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: let's see. Yeah, that's that is a sharp looking card. Very oh, nice God. aesthetics.
0: Oh, and a PSA slab too?
1: Oof. Yeah, that was, that I, would yeah good point. Now I that don't see filthy. a serial number on it, but it definitely looks uncommon and I like the design from an aesthetic standpoint. So very cool. Let's go. <laughs> I love the chat.
0: Mm, mm, mm. All so, right, yeah, there yeah. It is your play of the week. Let's see what you got.
1: Oh, my play of the week. All right. Uh so Yeah, this this one is tough. Uh, you know, obviously I've been doing a lot of underdog drafts. Did a uh, super flex underdog draft last night. Chihuahuas. So, yeah, I did a did a chihuahua, man. Did a uh, $4 chihuahua. That was a lot of fun, and I'll tell you one guy that I consistently find at value. Um, well, I was surprised that Jalen Hurts didn't go number one overall. Um, I still think he's undervalued, but I'm trying to pick a little bit of a deeper sleeper here, and maybe we just go, maybe we just go back to the Jags here, and instead of going. Um, instead of going Trevor Lawrence and because he's going to bring at least two pass catchers along, at least, at least probably two in that quarterback friendly offense under Doug Peterson, and the run game's a little bit more ambiguous this year. A lot of people are high on Tank Bigsby stealing some early carry work from ETN, and people are concerned about his uh between the tackles efficiency. But I think where people are too high on is Calvin Ridley. And in response to that, I'm actually much higher on um, Christian Kirk. And I think a massive play is Christian Kirk. I think if you really want to hedge that and go like deep sleeper, why are are people going away from Zay Jones? Like Zay Jones had some crazy spike games last year. Of course, he doesn't have like the the super young FOMO effect and stuff. But we're talking about an up-and-coming playoff team here out of the AFC South pretty soft schedule when you uh, when you look at PFFs uh, projections on the Jaguars their total win projections 9.7 their opponents strength their their strength of schedule ranking is 20th so their toughest schedule strength is weeks 13 through 15 and they made a massive leap last season to becoming a true contender and luckily they play in one of the worst divisions in football so they could have this division wrapped up by midpoint of the season, and Trevor Lawrence could potentially be viewed as a front runner for MVP. Um, that's the kind of upside that we're looking at for the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, and he's going to be bringing a pass catcher along with him. And if you look at Christian Kirk, who played a full season with him last year, 1,251 air yards, but he converted into 1,100 receiving yards, eight touchdowns, wide receiver 18, he's going a full – Round, sometimes two rounds later than Calvin Ridley, and it makes no sense to me. It, the the top receiving weapon I want on this team is Christian Kirk. Um, he's got the chemistry. He's got the prior NFL resume to prove that he is, and so does Calvin Ridley, but Calvin Ridley hasn't played in a couple of years. We don't know what kind of shape he's in. You know, Him saying he's got a chip on his shoulder, he wants to prove all these people wrong, really doesn't mean anything to me. I'm, he's going to have to prove it to me. I mean, there was a point where he's undervalued. Now he's too expensive. But Christian Kirk is undervalued, and I love targeting his 2018 market. The one thing I will say about this, Carter, uh, is be careful. There are sets like Unparalleled, uh, Origins, and a couple others from 2018 that don't have the rookie card shield logo on the front, and they make it difficult to discern whether or not it's a true rookie card. If it's difficult to discern whether or not it's a true rookie card for Christian Kirk, just don't buy it. For example, the prism, the Silver Prism autos from 2018. No rookie card logo. Why is that? Because Panini did some knucklehead stuff back in 2018. Avoid that card. Um, I've tried to liquidate a Cortland Sutton and have not been able to do it. I had to devalue a DJ Moore from that same card to move it, and it's because it doesn't have the rookie card shield. Now, if you just get a Silver Prism without the auto, it's got the RC shield. That's actually – A more valuable card in my opinion it's going to be more liquid because of that rc shield so that's just a little tidbit on the 2018 sets that you want to you want to target you want to target those premium sets but make sure it clearly indicates that it's a rookie card for the player on the front and you can find some really nice rare christian kirk uh, rookie cards for very cheap i would say also look at targeting his 2022 product super rare stuff like look at cases for christian kirk in Jaguars uniforms, super rare stuff, and maybe pick those up for like 30 bucks or 20 bucks in the gold variation in Jaguars uniforms. That's also going to be a great play this year. And I love the potential to flip those heading into the season as the market corrects on the Jaguars receiving room. And then also spike games. And then also the playoffs.
0: Mitchell Trubisky lovers in the channel. I love it too.
1: <laughs> oh, did we get our true is our man, Brad Nolan out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's out there. Um, I also like Evan Ingram going into next year. I think him and Trevor had some, some good chemistry and get a rookie ticket auto uh, for like five to seven bucks out the door shipped. I like that. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's see. James says, did you know Panini uses contract workers for their designs? Good. That That's, I guess, I, I, I don't feel any way about that uh well it's good I mean, so
1: they shouldn't feel as bad when they fire a con their contractor to get new ones so they can get some better designs you know it's like if they had in house that would be harder to hire and go through the whole hiring process and turnover process with in-house designers uh so yeah the contractor makes it a lot easier because you can really go back to them every time they should be holding their feet to the fire and, and going back and asking for multiple revisions on some of these cards
0: brad uh, says Kenny Pickett is just a guy and will be out by week six. Andy, Kenny Pickett's just a guy, who'll be
1: out by week six. Hey, um, I don't know because they have first round draft capital invested in him, he's also the hometown guy, the only is his second year. Uh, and um, look at the loyalty that the Steelers' front office and the coaching staff has to their players. I don't know about that, man. I think Kenny Pickett's got a pretty long leash. Uh, now, I will say he did seem a little bit more fragile when it comes to, like, the concussions and stuff last year. And he is a, um, a somewhat pretty mobile quarterback. He does probably have, like, about two to 300 rushing yards in him, I would say. So, you know, that's going to expose him to a little bit more hits and maybe a higher injury risk. So there is a chance we do see Trubisky. And there's always a chance with a Hall of Fame coach and a solid defense uh, and a, just a solid like roster all around with improvements to the o line that they're contenders. You know, uh, the ball bounces their way in a couple of critical games. Hey, you know it could happen for the Steelers. I do think it's a very difficult road uh, from the AFC North when you've got an improved uh, Baltimore team, when you've got the Bengals on top of the world, and you've and you've got the Browns who should be better this year too as well. I think the, the Browns are going to be really good.
0: Line. I think the yeah. Browns could be really good. Their, their roster is just. That's a, that's a top five roster in, in the entire league. Um, so yeah, it's I I I am out on Kenny Pickett. And I think for you know, some of his stuff, the way it's going, it's going to feel a lot like Mac Jones. Uh, how you feel about him this year. Um he's Neil O'Donnell. Now that's a name. That's a blast from the past. I like that, Chad. Huh? 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 um let's see um yeah
1: the Browns as a whole are are underrated and they're they have the second um best ranked offensive line heading into the season and if you look at their lineup across the uh, across the offense and defense it is loaded so I'm really excited they got your guy Grant Delpit um who's got potential at safety they've got greg news in the second we know denzel ward is can be elite when healthy and then you got miles garrett and uh i mean just some some elite like zadarius smith that they picked up from the vikings you know i mean the line should be a lot better dalvin tomlinson on the interior line so I, i'm looking at their defense as a underrated unit and then the offense got a lot of room for growth behind that offensive line and Nick Chubb is set up to absolutely smash this year because going back to their their core Kevin Stefanski is a run first coach and that's why we like investing in like sleeper like Jerome Ford so if you got some Nick Chubb who could potentially have a finally have a 2,000 yard season this year um, I think you it's smart to hedge that with some Jerome Ford and hopefully they don't bring anybody else in and it would be wheels up for those guys this year.
0: Ryan, we won't have time to do it now, but if you want me to look at your underdog team, to shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram, at Power Hour LSU or at Carter the Power, I will happily do that as someone that is also affiliated with uh, Underdog Fantasy. Once again, promo code Quest or promo code Carter. Uh, But, yeah, I'll give you an honest uh, evaluation of your team. Uh, If you send it to me in the next hour, I have a bunch of stuff to do tonight. Uh, Andy, I think uh, we are pretty much done here. Another very fun chat. Take a look at the poll question before we get out of here. What was the final poll results? 61% of you are investing in some Jets this year. Best of luck, to you guys anything before uh andy anything before we get out of here that you would like to share
1: yeah just uh guys go make sure you go subscribe to carter's channel if you're into sec football if you're into uh jello shots for celebrating (laughs) the lsu baseball national (laughs) championship there you want to find his film studies i will say carter your film studies are absolutely incredible so really enjoyed that joe burrow one you did and uh and check out everything we got we got going on at uh, patreon.com football cards uh, we've got some some really good content coming out in there and in the discord and we'll see you next time appreciate you guys peace
0: guys oh uh boom, boom play the boom. final music.